This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your driver's license is important so you can get back and forth to work, get your kids to school, and back and forth to daycare. If your license has been suspended because you can't pay your tickets, you can't do any of those things. Let's talk about Chapter 13 bankruptcy. You may have heard the tickets cannot be discharged, but they can be dealt with in a Chapter 13 case. Why not come in for a free consultation? The chapter you choose will make all the difference to your getting back legally on the road. Let's design a plan to pay off your tickets and restore your license immediately. I'm attorney Travis Gagné. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Steve, you remember uh, comic Steve Byrne? We had him on the show. Yes, Sullivan and Sons. Remember that show? I enjoyed that sitcom. And he's a good dude. We had a lot of fun with him when he came in. Yeah, minus the whole Pittsburgh Penguin fan thing. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you can't help everything sometimes in your life. No, not everyone Uh, can be perfect, BJ. uh, So he, he recently did an interview where he shares this really crazy story about a time that he was actually blacklisted from an L.A. comedy club. And it was all because of Dane Cook. So I moved to L.A. in, in 2004. Dane is blowing the f*** up, right? The word gets out, oh, this new guy from New York, he's pretty fun, he's cool. It's going great, and then I'm not getting booked on that show anymore. And this guy, Jay Davis, booked it. And I call up Jay, I'm like, well, what's going on? Is something wrong or whatever? He's like, yeah, uh, Dane's got an issue with you. He doesn't oh, want no. you on the shows anymore. But essentially what happened is I went over and I said, what's your issue? And he, he said, he said, I feel like you're stealing my essence. And I was like... What? And he's like, you're you're taking my essence with you on stage. I'm like, Dane, I work so hard. I'm not trying to be a, a, a your version of you. He's like, you're 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 doing like me. And I was like, I don't see it at all. This was the moment where I was like, oh boy, I don't know if I'm talking to somebody who's here. He said, maybe it's not your time to be here. And he told me he goes up to the top of the Hollywood Hills. There's these trails you can hike. And he said he closes his eyes. And he puts his hands out and he goes and he goes. I give this city my energy and this energy is given to me from the city. And I was like, I'm f***ing out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he uh, sounds like he went a little new age, new thought that, Dane Cook. Bro, yeah. the longest time, I was like the biggest defender of Dane Cook. And uh-huh. Like the more that like I, I don't know, the more that I like learn about Dane Cook, I'm like, I, I, I don't like this guy anymore. I still like his essence. 
<laughs> love his essence. I remember one time just randomly, like somehow I got his email and I emailed him and he emailed me back about some stuff about going on a show back when I was doing a different show. And sure. like he was always super nice. But then again, that's just on a very surface thing. Like I'm not going to be one of those people like, oh, I heard this guy's a serial killer. But every time I talked to him, he was really nice. So I don't know why people <laughs> like him. You know, but it does sound like he was not very popular with a lot of people. Yeah, stand-up comic man comedy is at least when I was doing it, it's brutal. I mean, they are they 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 can really be very mean to each other. And if there's a, you know, if there's a comic that thinks you're stealing his bit in any way, shape, or form, and yeah, or the other his thing essence. is, is that, yeah, the other thing is is that maybe it's tough to follow him. And that, you know, it's like, you know what? I don't want someone to be hard to follow. So I'm going to come up with this lame ass reason as to why you can't do comedy here anymore. Uh, I've heard so much in my back in the day. Now it might be better, but boy, back when I was doing it in the eighties and nineties, when it was, was really huge. God, there were so many stupid things said by comics about other comics. I don't know if it's better or if it's just a different version of it, but I bet it's still, you still deal with that. I think you're just always going to, when you're dealing with some, anything that's an artistic thing, like comedy or music or hell, I even see it in the in the world of like you know of independent wrestling where it's like you you're, you're creative t- folks and people get butthurt or there's like the ego just gets in the way of certain things and so yeah. like you're stealing this from me or you that's that's my thing and, and more often than not it's like no it's just an idea that someone else had that's very similar to yours but that doesn't mean they're stealing it from you yeah but yeah so taking somebody's essence. Yeah, I'm I'm with Steve Byrne. If somebody started saying, "Hey, I put out this energy to Los Angeles and it gives it back to me," I'd be like, "I'm gonna go do okay. a different comedy club, man. Like, <laughs> I'll right. stay away from your comedy club. Yeah, don't come over to this comedy club. And we, our essences can exist together in don't, different spheres. Don't get your man. essence on me. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell are you talking about, Dane? Yeah, that's a, you know. What absolutely. drug are you on, and where can I get some of this? Yeah, well, he had you know he was he was successful. He'd get any drug he wanted if he wanted to. Dude, no, he well, don't you know he's he was sober and he likes to talk about that now when he likes to say that he doesn't get facials or anything or had never has had any plastic surgery done. He's like, no, man, that's what happens when you just don't do drugs or alcohol in your entire life. And it's why like, do oh, people real? do that? I really? Yeah, he's that's what I'm saying. Is like so much has come out about Dane Cook where he's just kind of this kind of D, and I'm like, all right. It's like when someone like uh, when like, I've seen this happen like we're on like social media like some like Instagram models like I'm these 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 lips are real or these boobs are real and you're like no that, that, I see the scar yeah like let's stop let's just stop is this a game are we playing are we in make believe world because if we're make believe world then fine yeah look like, at Dave Cook's face from like ten years ago to now and it's yeah. completely different like, just own it yeah, just, like, yeah. I always resp- I love when like certain like I'll see that certain people on on social media as well being like oh I just got Botox I'm like good. Thank you for just being honest about it. Like, I'm not going to judge you for whatever you want to do that's going to make you feel happy. Like that, but don't don't try and pull the I stopped drinking and that's why my face looks 20 years younger. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. my and that's just why my cheeks don't move. <laughs> it's the lack of alcohol. The yeah, alcohol is making my cheeks wrinkle up and move. Oh yeah, that's a we that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, that that tequila that I was drinking was keeping my eyebrows down. But now my eyebrows oh, go yeah. up and they, they kind of create a diagonal line because yeah, I'm yeah. not drinking anymore. Look at his eye. You can, you can see his eyebrows. They're pulled up. Right. Yeah. He, that's uh, that's uh, like uh, his uh, face was lifted. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, come on, Dane. Yeah. Give me a break. Really? Well, you know. Unless hey. he's doing it in an ironic way of being like, it's obvious that I have plastic surgery. Let me just deny it because that's hilarious. 
Eh, I'm in yeah. for that. I don't think that's the case. I don't think it is. Oh, it's hard to know. You know, that that's the problem. You're like, are you acting? Are you being funny? I don't know what you're doing like, right now. Imagine if I show up to work next week after the weekend and I show up and I got like a full head of hair. And you guys are like, <laughs> dude, what happened? I'm like, not man. I just stopped drinking alcohol and started, uh, started, started drinking some of that wheatgrass. And, and all the hair of a sudden, grows back. The hair grows back, brother. <laughs> dude, you got to try it. Oh, it didn't work for you? I don't know what to tell you. It worked great for me. It must just be my blood type. I don't know what's going on, but I now have hair. Like, that seems so, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, there are, there's just, I don't know when the line happens, but there's a line of age where people just, they would not admit they had anything done. I mean, for, for years, right. William Shatner, to this day, William Shatner will not admit that he ever had or may still have a toupee or have had any hair work done. I would imagine with all the processes you have today, he probably doesn't have a toupee, but he had to, I mean, he had to have something done. Everybody says, look, he was balding. Something had to be done. He will never, ever admit it because he comes from a generation where you just didn't. Which but I don't so know funny. where that fits in with Dane Cook. Like, is he on the, is he on the cusp? Is he on the bubble of when you go, dude, just be honest. Everybody knows stuff can be done. Whereas, you know, people like Shatner, you never speak of this. This is not spoken of. I had nothing done. He has to keep up with his young girlfriend. That, that too. Yeah. yeah super young oh, girlfriend. Oh, oh how, how, what age difference does Dane have with his girlfriend? Oh, I think know? his girlfriend, like, dude, there was, that was in the news a couple weeks ago because they were sharing about how they've been in love for X amount of years. But if you did the math, that would mean that they were in love when she was underage. Under oh, that's not good. Oh, boy. So like, a lot of people are like been calling him out on that because it's just like, Whoa. you kind of like, you kind of dimed yourself out right there, There's buddy. There's about a 27-year age gap. What? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, she's 23. Whoa. She's 23. She's 23. How old is he? 45. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's uh... Or excuse me. He's 50. They were for- He was 45 and supposedly 18 when they got together. Whoa. Well, and he met her through through a dad's her like his friend. It was his friend's daughter. Like that's and he was friends with her. I wonder wow. what their relationship is like now. I don't know. His friend's daughter. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Unless of course you didn't have a lot of money. And you're like, all right, well, you know so what? You're I, using your daughter as a gold digger? Yes. I mean, I, you know what? I'm all for it. If that, you know, if you can make my life more Massive comfortable, pass I'll be on that. Yeah, I'd rather struggle. Yeah. It's super oh, weird. really? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I, until I heard that Dane Cook was, you know, was what he was. Why? Why not? What do I care? Well, I mean, all, all we know is that his friend was like, you know what, Dane? I like your essence. I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Your essence tells me that you're going to be good to my daughter, and I'm cool. We can still be friends. Yeah. It does seem like a lot of years, though. I feel like twenty is really pushing it. Just, just like, how do you relate to somebody who is, you know, that far away from you in age? That's what my brain just goes. It's like that's just too much. That's well, just, you know, it's just too. It's it's like we, we're, you're just you, you were born a too far away from a time of mine. But twenty wouldn't be a big deal. Like I agree. Like that's a massive difference. Like I don't know what's going on with them and what. That if especially if it was a, an underage thing, that's messed up. Mm-hmm. But like a twenty year difference would be different. Like let's just say BJ, you were dating someone who was forty. Do you, is that a big difference? Yeah. See, I think you know what I mean. Like the older you get, like the window, I think gets bigger because you're, you're oh. both. You know what I mean? Like if you're eighty years old and you're dating a a fifty five year old, I'm not gonna be like that's weird. You're both old. Like have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so by, by, by eighty years old, I'm not even. I don't even know if I'll care. You know, I won't care about like anything at eighty years old. I feel like I that don't just. Oh man, I think you will. I don't think eighty is all that old. I mean, it's old, obviously. But I, you meet some people that are like in their late seventies or in their, and you're just like, damn, I wouldn't have pegged you for being even in your seventies. 
Yeah, see, the, I feel like you'll be able to peg me pretty yes, easily. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I already think you're in your 70s. Yeah, that. so that, yeah, that's, I don't, I mean, you know, I don't know if I, I, I feel like 20 is, is as far as I want to go with an age difference. Uh, and maybe you're right. Maybe if I'm 80, it won't matter if they're 30 years younger than me. But I, oh boy, 40 is about, yeah, even 40 is kind of pushing it for me. It's like, whew, you don't 40. Think you, you don't think you can rock with a 40-year-old? I mean, from, you know, I, I just feel, I, I hope that we, I mean, cause that's someone born in 1980, you know, it, it basically. And wow. I don't yeah. know, man, that's a tough one. <laughs> what? That's a, that's a tough one for me. I think I could go with someone 85, maybe Is, 85 or older, you know, 1985 or later they were born. Maybe I could deal with that. But I feel like BJ's rule would be, they have to be old enough to remember when Star Wars originally was in the theaters. Ooh. Yeah, that's, uh, I think you might have something there. Yeah. Then you have to be in your 50s. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe late forty-five is is probably okay, you nice. know, or a very mature forty-year-old person who really likes old stuff, you know, like, like, like you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I maybe. mean, you are old, so she would have to like you. Yeah, see, that's the point. You know, you know there are old souls out there that like stuff that True. they you go you how, how do you like that? You weren't even alive when it was out there, so you know uh, maybe. But boy, thirty years seems like a lot, especially if you're fifty. That's just like. Uh, and then if I knew it was somebody's kid, like my buddy's kid, I couldn't that's, do it. That's I couldn't a, do it. Yeah, that just seems like that's a man. You're just accepting the fact that you're no longer going to be friends with that guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I could be wrong. Who knows? Hollywood's a different beast. Yeah, it is. yeah, you're right. I mean, maybe the guy's like, you know what? I love you, Dane. You're a good dude, and I, you know, I, as long as you treat my daughter well, I'm okay with that. I mean, we don't know. At I just think that would day, be a, that'd be a tough conversation. Be like, dude, I got the hots for your daughter. Yeah, yeah as long as it was legal. Uh, but I don't know, man. You know, there's a lot of growing up that happens between the ages of like 18 and 25, and mm-hmm. so that's even weirder. That like to be involved with an 18 year old, a 19 year old, a 20 year old. I just feel like, ah, boy, if I'm out of my 30s, that just feels weird just because they're so immature. I didn't even want to do that in my like mid-20s. Like if, it, if they were not able to drink yet or like go to like the same kind of yeah. like shows that I was going to, I was like, I'm out. Like, yeah, you can't go to a bar. I'm, I'm done with this. Like, I'm going to that bar whether or not you can. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was, just such, it was super weird. Like, and that was like only like four or five year difference, you know? Yeah. Somebody says, geez, I just looked up Dane and wow, he looks he's wild looking these days. <laughs> he's kind of got he's kind of starting to turn into the carrot top look. He's got the carrot top oh, facelift. Yeah. yeah. Yes. If he had red hair, I feel like those two would be like they probably wouldn't get along because I would imagine Dane wouldn't like his essence. <laughs> no. But Carrot Top, hey, he's got a reason to be upset at Dane because that's Carrot Top's essence. Right. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you took my shtick. Hey, I'm the one that looks like you know, my face was lifted all the way behind right. my butt. I'm the surprise-looking comic, not you, yes. you bastard. <laughs> That's my essence. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Ninety-nine point nine KISW the Rock of Seattle. 
MSN, look at those guys. See, I you know people laugh at me for my MSN email address, but they're still around, baby. That's still a thing? Yeah. MSN? That's right, the Microsoft Network. It is funny that you still rock an MSN email. I think it's also funny that people will like shame you for whatever email. Like I saw somebody like had a, a Yahoo and, and there was just a thread of people all giving this poor guy a hard time because he still used Yahoo as his email address. <laughs> which, which, frankly, if you use email at all, you're just as much of a, a Luddite as anybody. I never knew that MSN stand for Microsoft Network. I didn't either. I thought it was just a word. <laughs> I, <laughs> no. Well, I assume that's what it stands for. I, I maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like Microsoft. Oh, Network. You said it with such conviction. I thought I you did. Knew. I, I, yeah, I you did. Uh, but maybe I'm crazy. But it, yeah, I, I still wish I had my AOL email address. AOL. But, yeah, but I got I, rid of it because everybody basically said I was a jerk, and so I went and got Outlook because everybody was doing Outlook and MSN, and then of course that went by the wayside for everybody. See, I only communicate with people through Yahoo Instant Messenger. Nice. Otherwise, I don't want to oh, talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. The Instant Messenger one was that was the best. That was like right before texting. Yep. Or right around texting. Yep. Back so in M- our day. Yes. <laughs> MSN did put together this list of hit songs that we don't want to hear anymore. So Ooh. these are songs that are super popular, but we're done with them. I got one. Oh, yeah? Right off the bat, huh? I think oh. I know which one you're going to say. What is it? Happy. I like, like Happy. I thought you get annoyed every time that plays. I mean, it's not my favorite song, but I don't, I don't, I'm not going to like throw my radio against the wall. No, but I just see you're like, uh, I thought you didn't like that one. Must be, it must be the other Steve you know. Yeah. I know a lot of Steve. I mean, though. you're not wrong. It's not, it's not like my favorite song, no. but... No, you're just the, you were just bopping out to it. It's yeah, like I kind of was feeling it right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's you, don't obviously, you obviously don't hate the song. It's middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. If it, yeah. If it was being played at a club or a bar, I'd be like, "All right, I'm feeling this. Let's go." <laughs> All right, the All one right. that every time I hear, it just puts me in a bad mood. It's that damn Sarah McLaughlin song. Oh, yeah. oh in boy. the eyes, the the, the uh, dog, you know, the dog commercial one. Yeah. Yeah. Because all I think about are all those sad puppies. Lily runs out of the room anytime she hears that commercial come on because she doesn't want to see the sad puppies. It's the worst. Once you hear her voice, you're like, if you're not even looking up, you know exactly what's going on. Yeah. And it's just pure sadness on your television. That song is the worst. Yep. Like if I ever met Sarah McLaughlin, I wouldn't – I'd be very nice to her, of course. But I'd be be like, why would you do that to us? Why would you give us such a song? And she'd be like, look, I didn't know. I bet she hates her own song. Yeah. Oh, there are people that do. If I was her, I'd hate it. Yeah, there there are people that hate their hits. So yeah, you, I, I you you might be right about that. Like cool that you you licensed it and I made a lot of money off of it, but you have turned already a depressing song into the most depressing song that has ever been written. Mm-hmm. That's see, I would own that. I would be so happy with that gun. That's right, buddy. That's how I do. Jeez. All right, here it is. Here's a song. This is the number one song that people are sick of. It's a hit song, and let's see the reaction of the room to this one. I got the horses in the bag. I love this song. Steve just got really into it. Yeah, he's into it. Vicky's into it. Eh. I love Lil Nas X. I don't not like him. This song is just kind of eh. I didn't like it at first. And then it was like one of those songs, like a wart. It just grew on me. And now every time I hear it, plus my buddy uh, Guillermo Rosas, he's a wrestler. He comes out to this song at Defy. Oh, okay. And dude, when he comes out, the whole place just goes bonkers. And it's like you see all these like metalhead dudes just feeling the song. And there's like something very entertaining about that being in the ring to do the ring announcing. Yeah, see, I think that has an unfair advantage. Plus the video is amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
He's dressed as a cowboy and Billy Ray Cyrus is in it. You know, I will say that I didn't hear that song enough to be tired of it. Like, cause I, I just, it wasn't in my, anywhere yep. I was at. So it, it doesn't bother me in terms of like overplayed. I'm just not a big fan of the song in general. You know, yeah, you're I'm, right. I'm with you, Danny. I feel like a lot of, a lot of these songs I bet are going to be on this list are pop songs and I don't listen to enough pop music. Yeah. Like, you know, I have a certain, of course I love like maybe some Taylor Swift, but I'm not like listening to pop radio or pulling up a pop station right. on like Apple music to where I'm being inundated with the popular songs. You have the earbuds in at the gym so you don't hear the what their playlist, which is usually pop. Right. My gym, it seems like every five songs is that damn Collective Soul song. So I, I, I always have to have my <laughs> headphones on. And no they probably probably once a day. Yeah. But That's I just happen song to, ever. I just happen to walk in on that damn Shine song and I'm like, ah, because I, yeah. I only I dislike it just to troll BJ, even though BJ's nowhere near me at the gym. <laughs> but I'm still trolling you, BJ. Yeah, I am mind. so happy you're getting trolled by Collective Soul. I think it's a reverse <laughs> troll. I'm very oh, no. excited about it. I turn up the volume on my headphones, man. Woo! Love that. Here's uh here's uh, the number two song, according to MSN, that people are tired of and don't want to hear anymore. See, I, this is probably like the seventh time I've ever heard this song. I know the song. It's that driver's license song. Yeah, I think TikTok yeah. is what killed it because everyone used this for their videos. But I'm not tired of it because I've heard a lot of people do like remixes. Like they'll mix it with other songs and it actually sounds even better. See, and, yeah. and for me, I'm not tired of it because, well, sorry, I am tired of it, but not because of TikTok or because I listened to it. But because Lily is the biggest Olivia Rodrigo fan right now. Oh, oh so she, yeah, you, yeah. When so I was in Tucson, to. Dad, can you play Driver's License? Oh, Dad, can boy. you play the the other one, the the really Paramore one? Um, I don't even well, know. Whatever. I can't think of the name of the song now. Is that Olivia Rodrigo as well? Yes. And it's, oh, I didn't know that. It's just on. Uh, it's just on repeat, and it's like okay. Yeah, this song that's... is so depressing, and it's so like a. Uh, Good the funny you. part is good when for we, you. Yeah, that one. Thank when you. we first heard that song, when that song, this song started getting talked about, I finally like listened to. It. I'm like, it's actually a really well written song. Like the bridge, the for breakdown sure. on on the song. But that's about as far as it went for me. Like I'm never gonna like be like, Danny, can you put on the Olivia Rodrigo song for me <laughs> when we're driving around? <laughs> Number three. No, whoop, I, there it is. That's my daughter's favorite song still. Oh yeah. And there's nothing uh, better. Than that. Where are you with that? You still you, you're okay with it still? Yeah, I can listen to that song on repeat. But okay. you know why? Because at that point, that's at least one that gets you pumped up. Whereas, like, Olivia Rodrigo is all about breakups and such. Yeah, like, it's sad. like, okay, come on. And that's all Lily wants to listen to is these sad, like, ballads. And I'm like, what is going on here? Plus and that's the problem. That is really the problem. Like, you know, the, the like the sound of silence. I mean, it's a great version that, you know, those guys did. But I'm just like, it's the same reason. It does not put me in a good mood. Yeah, I don't need to listen to it every five seconds. Yeah, I know a lot of people love that song. But that's the one that we'll just have to agree to disagree. Because <laughs> like, that one just pains me. Yeah, and, 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 and I think, I think we I get hear it's it. it's great. And I know that people love it. But, you know, hey, I, I can't like everything. Well, we hear it so much, at least for me. I, I'm not, you, you, I don't know if you've ever really liked the song or no. not. I never I, liked the original. Yeah, I like the original. I like what, you know, what, what they, what they have done with it, but I've heard it so much and it is not a happy sounding song, even though it's not. It make you know, it's really about a, a blind guy who's his buddy, but he doesn't make it sound like it is. So, you know, when you, when you hear the song, it doesn't sound like it's a friend he's talking about. Uh, this one here surprises me. And I don't know why, unless they're just tired of being trolled. Oh, yeah. I love I, this song. 
It'd be funny if this entire list was just a way to rickroll all of us to <laughs> listen to this song. I think you're right. That's pretty brilliant. I mean, are people really tired of hearing this? It's not like you have to listen to the whole song in its entirety. Nobody ever really... You know, I never ever... liked the song. Oh, so, I've only tolerated the song because I think the troll that people have done with it has been pretty clever for the most part. Sometimes That's you the only reason overplayed. I like it. Like, I've, I've tolerated the song because I thought that it was funny that people were trolling each other with it. You know, I don't think I've actually ever listened to the entire song. I've yeah, neither listened, have I. You listen I, to it like a, like a greeting card. You open it up and yes. it plays the one part and plays, that's it. It just plays the chorus. Yep. I think this next one is going to piss off the Ted Smith uh, and maybe your wife, Steve. Oh, it's got to be Timberlake. I am happy to say that I have not even heard this song. Really? What? Yeah, never even heard this song. It came out in 2002. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I was doing in 2002. Math. And not listening to this song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a big fan of this one. I like a lot of Timberlake songs, but that one never really did anything for me. I really like Sexy Back more than I like Cry Me a River. See, yeah. that one I like. See, I'm with you, Danny. I, that yeah. song I know. That's what's up. That's what I'm bringing, buddy. See, Cry Me a River was fantastic. It was the greatest song because I was 12 oh. when it came out. So that's why I loved it. I'm like, oh, my God, Cry Me a River. It, now it's, yeah, it's whatever. And that's the thing is I'm not going to have an argument. And I, unfortunately, I do this a lot with people. I have an argument with their 12-year-old selves, even though they're in their 30s, 40s, 50s. But whenever they talk about something that they love when they were 12, I'm like, no, I'm not going to have this conversation with you. I'm talking to a 12-year-old. You can't tell me something is fantastic when you liked it when you were 12. You just can't. I know. I was jamming yeah. anthrax at twelve. Still jamming anthrax in my forties. Okay, well, you might have been a, a more uh, you know enlightened twelve Thank year you. old. That's what you everyone know. always said about me when I was twelve. <laughs> I'm sure they did. That's Steve, I'm sure he that's sure exactly. is enlightened with that denim jacket. Yeah, that's what they <laughs> said. Metal band patches on there. Oh, nice. Hey, how about this song? Are you sick of this one yet? That's that Grandy kid that no one calls her by her right name. Oh, Ariana Grande. Yeah, I don't know this song. I don't know. It's called Seven Rings. I don't know this. I don't know, but I'm digging the video. I like the video. So Vicky shows me the video as if there's a chance I will now know the song. But I mean, no, I was, I no, I was not doing, doing that for that. I was doing oh, it for you guys. It's for our viewing pleasure, right. BJ. Oh, she's an attractive girl. I don't think I even know what she looks like. You That's don't know, Ariana Grande? Oh, yeah. dude, yeah. She's wow. Fantastic. Okay, I can see why people are into her music. Well, all of her songs are are very filthy. If you get into the, the are they really? Content. Well, she, she's yeah. very filthy. She looks classy, filthy in this video, though. Well, yes, not. Oh yeah, it's definitely a high end escort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's definitely high end escort, no doubt. And she's got some hair extensions in this video to like, wow. Really, I thought that was her real hair that goes down the fifteenth flight stairs. Oh, it's yeah, always got, her hair. Yeah, she's got she Rapunzel action going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know that song. Honestly. I don't know that one. I know the 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 other one, the three and five or whatever it is. She likes numbers, apparently. Thirty five. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right, number six is definitely. So I'm we not sick hear, of it yet. <laughs> number six is what we hear a lot from because it's definitely been played on our station from time to time. And God, do we always hear about it. You know what's funny though? I still dig this song. Me too. It's like, such a bumper. Like a pump up, yeah. Like I mean, I'm not a huge Imagine Dragons fan, but that first record, it's kind of like the Killers to me. And oddly enough, they're both I think Vegas groups. I think oh. so. Yeah. And there's just something like kind of 
glammy about what they're doing, especially on those first records. It makes you just think Vegas, big, big, big lights over the top. And that song has never really annoyed me. I know a lot of people, they hate it, but I've always dug that song. I, I like even like their second and I think even third album. I got my dad into it. So that's all we listened to when we were together. I didn't even together. know they had three records. <laughs> After the I second know. one, I was done. I like, well, I went to go see them play at the Tacoma Dome when they did the Smoke and Mirrors tour mm-hmm. for that album. And they put on a really great show. Oh, it yeah. Was visually, like, I feel like we need to go to a show sometime and, you know, get a little it's something. Not the, something. <laughs> it's not the song that, I, that bothers me. It's having to listen to people tell me what they think of the song and why is my station playing it that bothers me oh. it's like you know it's like look dude i mean what do, you want, what do you yeah what do you want me to tell you and it still qualifies as rock maybe not the kind of rock that you think that you should only hear in your head but boy that irritated me more it's like i'm tired of this band only because i'm tired of hearing the complaints <laughs> six studio albums oh, yeah. they have six albums six studio albums wow. four live albums and uh, one. No, I, I lost track. I, I, you did. Wow, Steve, you really, you know. Dude, I, I was always were... blown away that after their first record, I was like, this band's pretty good. And then I see that, oh, they're coming to town and they're playing arenas. Like, that was crazy how popular and how quickly they got, how quickly they became popular. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did the Believer song and Dolph Lundgren was in the uh, music you video. Mean- what the, the I'm a believer by the monkeys? No, 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 it's a different. It's just oh, believer. Damn it. oh, I, I thought really that too. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like everybody's covered that song. They've gone full Smash Mouth on us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Those are the, those are the some of the big songs that people are according to MSN, which is an interesting take. We haven't heard from MSN forever, and They're this packed. is what they and this, <laughs> this is what they started. All right, I'm looking forward to what else MSN is going to tell I us. I like to think that they're back solely just to rickroll us. That would be That's amazing. It. That would be that would be ultimate. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. How do I figure out who my creditors are? Some people, a lot of times, have had a lot, a long time of not having good credit and having collections, and so they they're concerned that. Uh, you may be concerned that you you won't be able to find all your creditors if you file bankruptcy. How will I know which collection agency has my credit card bill from 10 years ago now? Uh, and that's that's something that's hard to keep track of when because credit collection agencies transfer your debts all over the place. But we will pull all your credit bureaus, and by getting all three of your credit bureaus, we'll be able to tell who has your credit and debt now, uh, which collection agencies have had it in the past, and we'll make sure that we file all your creditors when we file your bankruptcy so that nothing slips through the cracks. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.